We're ready? Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So, everybody, welcome back to FestiCast. My name is Noe. I am here with Dana and Andres Hello. and Trill, who runs uh, the EDM DFW. So, um, we are very glad to have you here. Would you like to tell us a little bit about EDM DFW? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, EDM DFW, the Electronic Dance Music Group of Dallas-Fort Worth, is a entertainment company with a social purpose. Um, we do a lot of different things. Uh, it started with festival traveling, just trying to find a way to get the community together. And it specifically started with uh, going to Lights All Night, uh, getting a group of friends together to just go to a festival and hang out. And that's how we started um, our Facebook group. So it started with a group and then the group just kind of snowballed and it grew and grew. And I'm like, hey, we have a community here. Let's engage. And from there, uh, the bug bit me to get back into the entertainment field because I had um, a previous career in that. And we started throwing shows. Uh, we started podcasting again. Uh, traveling, meeting people, talking about ways to connect the community more. How can we um, help people in crisis? What are some things that we can do that are different than just, you know, charge people for the price of admission? So um, our purpose is more of a social purpose than just throw shows. In fact, we don't throw shows like on a regular. It's not like a weekly thing or a monthly thing. It's kind of just like when it feels right. Right. Um, so it's really more about community building. So that's what EDM DFW is. It's uh, a place for the electronic dance music community of Dallas, uh, a place where you can hang out, learn, share ideas, and, and just discuss. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's um, we've been talking on the past couple of shows about like the community itself, like the, the kind of people that um, are drawn into uh, the EDM scene and go to festivals and things like that. Um, and you talk specifically a little bit about um, uh, this on your Facebook page, the concept of plur. Will you explain that for me? Yeah, definitely. So plur, the concept is peace, love, unity, and respect. I throw an extra R in there um, mm. for responsibility. Uh, going to a lot of these shows and um, a lot of the festivals, you see kids that want to turn up, man. They just want to have fun. But sometimes they take it too far mm -hmm. and they don't come home. They don't make it home. So you got parents at home that are sad because they don't get to see their kid anymore. Their kid's dead. Uh, so let's figure out a way where you can have fun, but you make it home to your parents or your spouse, your brother, your sister. So throw that responsibility in there to at least be safe. I'm not trying to, you know, say, hey. You know, don't do this or don't do that. You know, we're all adults. You're going to have fun whatever way you want to have fun. Just be responsible with it. Um, I like that a lot. I think yeah. that's a good message for anybody going to any kind of festival um, to, to make sure to take care of themselves and be, you know, um, I don't know, responsible for, for the people in their group, right? Mm -hmm. To keep right, track right. on everybody and, and everyone wants to take care of everybody. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's that's fantastic. Very cool. Um, and I'm glad that you add that in there. You're like, okay, well, there's this, but then that even goes beyond, like, um, you know, just peace, love, and respect for everybody and unity. Um, responsibility. I think that's really brilliant. Yeah. Even before the podcast, we were talking about uh, at some uh, event that you went to last time, and they had a, a tent set for, you know, giving out water for people that were mm -hmm. you know, feeling a little sick or something. Not everyone yeah. goes to festivals all the time. So all of a sudden, if you go for your first time or if you haven't gone in a while, mm -hmm. you start getting super pumped, energy out the roof. Yeah. That and then was... all of a sudden, you start getting sick. You know, people need to watch mm -hmm. what they're eating. Drink a lot of water. Stay safe. Yeah, that was EDC for me this year that had, like, the medical tent and stuff like that, too, which they did a really good job of not making it feel intimidating to go up there. I went to the medical tent. You know, granted, I just had a headache, and I was feeling a little dehydrated. Um, I was drinking a lot of water, wasn't drinking enough water still. So, they like, there's a kind of a general rule, too, of, like... If you don't remember the last time you had water, drink water. So I think I forgot that. And then I went up there. They gave me some ibuprofen. They were fine. They weren't being intrusive, being like, why do you need this and stuff like that, too, which I think is extremely important to have 
something like that at a festival too. So yeah, another one of the subject. Cool. If you know you're there at the at the festival, if you're not thirsty, just keep drinking water. Don't mm-hmm. wait till you're thirsty. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the main. You were mentioning people getting, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes death. Unfortunately, that, that yeah, happens. Yeah. But, it happens. You know, yeah. Do not so, underestimate the heat. For sure. You're gonna dance. You're gonna sweat. You're gonna get that water out of you. You need to put it back in. So <laughs> yeah, like being in Texas. Um, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, any of those states, or any any of the southern states for that matter, when you're outside, you're going to sweat it out. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's humid or dry heat, you know, you're going to sweat out those fluids because you are having a good time. And just like you said, you're turned up, you're pumped. Mm -hmm. And if it's your first time, you know, you're just like, this is it. I want to live this to the max. And it's so easy to forget when you're having fun just to drink water. And the crazy thing is that the big festivals, they provide these things for you. Mm-hmm. Like they have free water stations. So there really isn't an excuse other than I don't want to stop partying. I don't want to go get the water. You know what I mean? I, I just want to stay right here and I'm going to sweat it out. And then that's when bad things mm-hmm. begin to happen. Yeah, do not ever be afraid to ask for help. Staff is there to take care of you. And that is their purpose like that's what they do like just don't ever be afraid to ask for help because that that's always what's going to get you in trouble too so you can miss maybe a minute five minutes just to go get some water you know most ovary festival has free stations for it so go do that (laughs) no i actually have a game plan for that so like when i go to the festival like the first thing i do i don't so before when i first started i would um try to make a schedule to hit every single dj that i wanted Mm -hmm. now the plan's a little different i've pretty much seen who i want so the plan is go in and make a lap around the festival let me find out where everything is before it gets packed because i usually go early Mm -hmm. so i want to find out before there's a lot of people so i can actually see where the bathrooms are where the water stations are are even where the cool vendors because there's a lot of cool things and sometimes if you don't check it out early they're sold out of the cool (laughs) stuff so you got to go early and just kind of scope the scene and then enjoy yourself definitely Mm. good tips good tips Yeah. yeah that's one thing too on the podcast that we try to do is to help everybody out with um tips and advice for going to festivals because sometimes you most of the time you are going to underestimate Kind of, if it's your first one, mm-hmm. especially, you're going to underestimate what you need to do. You know, it's not a rush to race to each person. You're going to, you'll see them. You don't necessarily see the whole set, but you'll see some of it. It's rather that you be able to know where everything is first and be safe. So, at least that's kind of my word of there advice. <laughs> Seriously, that's what it is. It's like, yeah. know where everything is and enjoy yourself. Like, for me, a festival is more, the festival is about community. Mm-hmm. And... That makes it easy to translate when you come back home, because for me, it's I don't want to let that feeling go like it's real when you come back from a festival and people talk about like the post festival depression, like you will be sad. Like, man, that experience (laughs) was so great. I just want it all day. I want to feel like that every day where people are just hugging you. They're nice. Like people at a festival, people are going out of their way Mm -hmm. to, you know, be nice and to Mm -hmm. express plur. And then when you come back home, it's like back in the real world. And you're like, damn, I just Mm want to have that feeling again. And Yeah. yeah, Yeah, everyone takes care of each other. I remember there was a number of people who walked by me while I was at circuit grounds, and they're like, do you need me to fan you? And I was like, what? Okay, that's really cool. So they fan you in case you're too hot. So, And then they'll be like, do you want me to spray you? And then they'll mist you with water, and, you know, like everyone's yeah. just kind of helping each other out. And if you sit down and you look like you're not feeling well, people come up and be like, are you all right? Are you all right? Because I did that at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sat down, and I was fine. I just wanted to sit down. But there was, like, a number of people who's like, you fine? Do you need water? Do you need anything? Can I help you? I'm like, oh, no, I'm totally chill. Like, this is just having a good time right now but I remember you coming back from ADC and like expressing just like how loved and how accepting and how Mm -hmm. um encouraging and and non-judgmental everyone was at that and I think that that's just so majestic that the fact that that can happen in a community that's all all based around music Mm -hmm. um is kind of like a unifying force Mm -hmm. so and I, I I just remember you coming home and being like I just I had so much fun and I didn't want to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so, 
so there's even lots of hugs for you here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's there's something unique and amazing about about the community, and I I haven't really been to a big festival yet. Ooh, we gotta get so, you on. Uh, Lights I, all night um, will be her first one. She's what? taking okay. me. We're going mm-hmm. to Lights All Night. Um, but do you have any other advice for like DFW festival goers yes, or people that want to get into this? Yeah, give um, me some more advice. Best tip I would I would uh, give someone if you're going out of town, definitely Airbnb it. Use Airbnb um, if you're going with a group. Mm-hmm. If you're with a group, the price that you'll pay together chipping in on an Airbnb, like you'll save so much compared to just renting a hotel. And then you you're creating that family community experience at home when you go home. Because with Airbnb, you can cook meals together and sit around and watch TV and do, I don't know, you just do whatever like you would do at home, but you get to take that home family feeling with you to the festival and then travel to the festival and do your thing. Mm -hmm. Specifically, it works best with Ultra Music Festival. That's one of my, I'll say EDC is up there at the top for me. Ultra is more about the networking for me because Mm -hmm. like Miami Music Week is insane. Like, if you are in the industry, mm-hmm. you need to be at Miami Music Week. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so expensive to go there. Like, for example, uh, one day at a hotel is like 300 bucks during Miami Music Week. And it, like, that could be like just a regular hotel, like no, a motel, even. Like, mm-hmm. Motel 6 was like 150 bucks a night. Some during, premium yeah, prices. Yeah, some premium prices for, you know, Motel well, 6. We've done that over there at Ultra. Yeah. You mentioned Airbnb, man. We used to try to save some money packing like eight of us in one hotel room we had a miserable time like a couple of us sleeping on sleeping bag on the floor it's like yeah that wasn't the way to to get ready for you've been dancing all day the last thing you want to do is sleep on the floor (laughs) so like the bigger the group the the cooler the house actually and the cool thing is you're still going to pay about the same i mean like so if it's four of you and you imagine that you would pay like say 300 a night for a room you could pay 300 a person for your whole week there so mm-hmm. it's just knowing like little trips on how to travel and when to buy mm-hmm. um, to make your make your money stretch further mm-hmm. in uh, places like Miami but once you get to Miami and you have your room booked everything is way cheaper than going to Vegas yeah. clubs are cheaper food's cheaper like the entertainment is way cheaper in Miami and you'll get more bang for your buck it's just getting there the flight and the uh, hotel that's the tough part but ultimately worth it huh very worth it <laughs> very cool okay. yeah so you were saying earlier too um you like to put on shows to help other people and stuff like that too so can you give us some examples of something yes, you've done definitely well right now we're promoting our first uh music festival we launched a new brand mm-hmm. it's called collision course one city music and art festival uh, with this festival, it does have a social purpose at- attached to it. We are um, giving part of our proceeds to a homeless shelter in Dallas. It's called the uh, the neighborhood is the Cedars neighborhood. It's just south of downtown Dallas, and the uh, nonprofit organization is Vogel Alcove. Um, it's a children's homeless shelter, and even I had a misconception uh, of what it was until I got there. I was thinking it would be women and teenagers, but it was actually full of babies babies and toddlers that don't have a home. And I was just shocked that so many babies and like they have like uh, strollers pushing kids around, just creating a good time for them, making them feel loved. But it just like hit me in the stomach that all of these babies at the end of the day, they don't have a home to go to. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing with our One City Music Festival, if you buy a ticket, two bucks off for every ticket that you purchase uh, is going to Vogel. And for people who don't like dance music or who don't want to go to the event, you can actually contribute. We have a text to give number. So if you text EDM DFW to 91999, uh, you can donate to uh, Vogel Alcove. So you don't even have to go to the festival to um you know, contribute to that. That's amazing. Yeah. Can you really tell cool. us um, where we can find a little bit more information about that particular show um, on online? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, the Eventbrite link um, specifically is edmdfw collision course.eventbrite.com. But if you go to anything on social media, uh, One City Music and Art Festival mm-hmm. or EDMDFW, 
you'll see a lot of different uh, information and content about the festival and Vogel Alcove. Uh, and their website is VogelAlcove.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, I got a tour from their uh, director of development, Greg Brinkley, and it just floored me. One, he was an awesome tour guide, but two, just seeing like what goes on to um, help these children. Uh, they get three meals a day there. So they cook their own food. Uh, they provide the nutrition for the kids. They provide medical services. They have uh, uh, physicians come in for the children. They have uh, mental health services because being in a situation like that, like a lot of people don't think about the trauma uh, or the stress that kids are under. Uh, You know, they may think of the parent who's trying to figure out, you know, what's my next move or how do I find another place to live? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because mainly it's single parents it's mothers that have children and they're in transition either from an abusive relationship or they're just trying to figure out the next move. So these kids are going through it too, but most people don't realize that, hey, that's stress for children. We don't think about that. So they provide those services for them and uh, they also provide clothing. They send them home with uh, snacks. It's called a bye-bye bag. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, they don't know if these kids are going to get another meal when they go home. So they'll get the three meals and then a snack, drink, you know, uh, some cookies or something, um, you know, whatever to take home just to have something when they get back to the house. Um, And once I saw that and I saw what was going on there, uh, they have a green initiative. They have like this big, huge garden that the kids can go in and learn about things. Uh, And it just it struck home. And I knew that was the um, nonprofit that EDM DFW needed to work with. Wow. Wow. Especially something that's in their community that's right here at home that they can that they can support. I think that's amazing. And I think that by doing that, you're definitely extending the ideals of Plur beyond the festival scene. (laughs) And I think that's commendable. And it's what a what an honor to to get to meet somebody who's doing so much Mm -hmm. um, to to not only like, I don't know, contribute back to the community, but also like beyond that even even more so. So that's amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations on your hard work. Thank you. Yeah, especially and with the rising prices of these shows that are starting to come right. up, at least, you know, they work it, like you give that. That's yeah. amazing. So speaking of the rising prices, uh, the concept behind One City is that it's all about Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I look at a lot of the lineups and then I dig into the comments, because the comments are where the gold is at. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone's like, well, how come there's not events for or there's no Dallas headliners or local headliners? There's always people from out of town. So the purpose with One City is to support our local artists. And it's not only EDM, it's hip hop, it's rock, but they're all from Dallas, Fort Worth. We got guys coming in from Fort Worth, Arlington, Azel, mm-hmm. Garland, uh, McKinney, Plano, everywhere. Any Dentonites? Yes, we do have some Denton Nights. Very we do. cool. Yes. And I've been, they haven't been announced yet, but we do have, let's see, hmm, one, I believe, from Denton. Yeah, maybe one from Denton, I believe. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Got to invite them over here. Yeah, yeah, I know. We need to steal them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. seriously like the community is... Like, it's all positive. People want to show love and they mm-hmm. want to support each other. Um like all the DJs that I've met, they've been really cool. A lot of times, you know, they don't give you the benefit of the doubt because there's been so much shadiness in the industry. They got to figure you out yourself. Are mm-hmm. you who you are? Or do you do what you say you do? Mm-hmm. But once they figure that out, man, it's all love. These guys are real cool. That's mm-hmm. outstanding. Yeah. Wow. It, so cool. when does uh, this take place? Do you it's, have a set time? Yep, it's uh, September 15th at the Green Elephant, uh, 5627 Dyer Street in Dallas, Texas. It's... Um, Close to my alma mater, it's right across the freeway from SMU, so um, it's right off the service road in Dyer. It's a really cool venue that supports the dance music community. They support flow arts, uh, hoopers, poi, fire, uh, all that. So there's people spinning fire. There's people hanging from trees, swinging, uh, doing the aerialist stuff. It's that's awesome. Um, and it's not all the time, but they yeah. they support it though. You can go there and have fun, and no one's going to say, "Hey, don't pull out your candy or something." It's yeah. Real Cool. That's, that's always tricky. That that brings me to my next question, which is, um, is that like one of your favorite local venues? 
Yes. Yeah, so as far as venues, there are two that kind of have my heart. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a techno guy, so it'll do is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the venue I'm at, probably the most is Green Elephant. It's, it's home. You know what I mean? Like I have I've made so many connections and friends there that um, I just keep going back. And it was only right that my first attempt at a festival is going to be at the uh, Green Elephant. Mm-hmm. So when we're saying festival, we're not thinking of outside EDC, 10,000 plus people. This is our first one. Mm-hmm. So we got to crawl before we walk. Yeah. You know, we got to figure out what works. We got to get feedback. We got to send out surveys after mm-hmm. to find out what people like, what people didn't. Mm-hmm. And we're just starting out with what works for us. So we got two stages, 40 artists all together. Uh, It seems a lot, but our hip hop acts, they're not going to be going for like a full hour, like say a DJ would go for a full hour or a rock band might go. Mm -hmm. So because of that, that allows us to put more hip hop acts on where we can probably fill maybe three lyricists Mm -hmm. within the time we would have one DJ spin a full set. Mm -hmm. So that allows us to, with the two stages and the fact that we're having different type of acts, it allows us to uh, fill up the uh, time with more artists and entertainers. That's yeah. fantastic. That's amazing. This is truly inspirational, this this whole episode <laughs> yeah, well, here. I'm loving I'm it. Feeling, I'm feeling all the love in here. Yeah, right I am. Um, that, are you allowed to say your favorite local artist? Can you can you plug your very favorite local artist? <laughs> favorite local artist? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, want to know. You know. So are we saying outside of my team or within my team? Like within my team... Um, I love them all, but if we're saying outside of EDM DFW, my homie is uh, Reckless Ryan, and that dude is dope. He's a a good guy, and I actually met him at the first show that I ever jumped on, like the first show where I I jumped into the promoting game, so to speak, for um, for Dallas. Uh, I met him there, and it, it was a surreal experience because. The show wasn't going to make any money. Like, I already knew I was going to lose money the day of, but the show still went off. People came and they had fun. But being my first event, I was just kind of down. Like, man, I'm not going to, you know, make mm-hmm. my money back or blah, blah, blah. And then I just sat and talked with Ryan and we kind of just shared perspectives on the whole thing. Like, hey, that's not even really the point. You know, mm-hmm. we're here as musicians and lovers of music. And we just kind of talked through that. But from that first event, that was a Quintino show in May of 2000. It was like 15 no, 15 or 16. But we did that show. And then now here we are in 2017 and we still talk. We still rock. And um, it's just crazy because so many people leave the industry like mm-hmm. fast. What mm-hmm. causes them to leave? A lot of times I, I would say it's frustration. And it's crazy because frustration can come from your loved ones it could come from your friends when people don't understand your passion or why it is that you do what you do they tend to you know encourage you to look at other things or they might send you an email with a job link to something else (laughs) like hey check out this job you know uh check this out and so it can be discouraging for a lot of people or you can just stay focused and keep the blinders on and just grind away and then look back and you'll have this body of work that you know it speaks for itself yeah so even with maybe with a lack of support is is what maybe is is kind of driving people away Definitely. And I just think it's the wrong type of support. I Mm -hmm. think just even in society, we tend to communicate about people's weaknesses instead Mm -hmm. of their strengths. So a lot of times people don't even realize that they're beating their friends up and it takes a toll on them. And they're like, yeah, I just give up. I quit. Mm -hmm. I mean, even myself, I've been there have been days where I have been like, this is it. I'm done. Like, I I don't see what's going to happen the next day with this company. I'm through. Mm -hmm. And I swear the next day something magical happens. And I'm like, yeah, I got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, I can give you a specific specific example. Back in um, June of 2016, Uh, I was almost at the point where I was about to give up. You know, things weren't happening as fast as I wanted them to happen. And I was like, yeah, this is it. I was beside my bed. I was on the ground crying. I was like, man, I just don't see like the next move. And I swear, not even two hours later, I got a phone call from uh, an event organizer in Dallas that was like, hey, we're doing a show with Snoop Dogg and we have an extra stage. Do you want to bring your crew in and run that stage? And I'm like, 
Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. That's incredible. Yeah. Schedule. I was about to quit. I was literally about to give up on my dream. I was, that fast, it just... Yep. That's amazing. Well, that says a lot about your your commitment mm-hmm. to this industry and and the talent and sometimes the I guess the the tough stripes that come along with working in something that's maybe not cutthroat like super cutthroat in the DFW area, but cutthroat as an industry. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so yeah. you're constantly in com- in competition with other people. All of your mus- musicians are probably you know in competition to really get their name out there and and you know provide the best experience that they can. So that's really neat that you that you've kind of brought together your team, so to speak, um, to really I don't know kind of be a real contender in this area. So I think that's really awesome and commendable. Very good. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. I believe that competition will actually level up the whole community. Yeah. I think people look at it differently. Like people look at competition and then they want to hate on each other or talk down on the next person to make their skills shine. Mm -hmm. I think that's the wrong way to go about doing it. I believe just dig in and do your work. And if you see someone doing something that's better, get competitive, figure out, you know, hey, what's going on? What are the best practices? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you don't have to copy someone, but, you know, they say, you know, imitation is the best flattery, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, figure out what's going on, find out what your problem is so you can jump that hurdle and go to the next and do it in your own way like someone else might have a great idea but figure out what that means to you you know and then from there uh just you know ride with it and pick a process and stick with it and then just keep rolling yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I feel Absolutely. like you could also like have a side gig as a motivational speaker. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone's saying that, man. They're like, do some TED talks. I'm like, I don't want to talk about Or just as a storyteller, yeah. I think I think you you're not only an engaging in person, but I feel like that would that would that transfers probably into your work too, and in yeah. terms of getting people excited about what you're working on. And I think that's really fantastic. So oh, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So can I ask you a funny question? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I I always come up with funny questions, but since you're not a DJ, <laughs> I can't ask you what kind of what color your music is. So I'm going to ask you instead, what is the craziest thing you've ever seen a DJ do on stage? Mm. Hmm. Tell me another story. Right on another story. <laughs> crazy thing that a DJ has done. Well, I've seen some crazy things on film. Facebook gives you all type of crazy with <laughs> <No>. DJs. Personally, <laughs> um can't really think of anything just too crazy like uh-huh. um like i've seen like djs like mess up or the the their uh laptop will the power will go out in the <laughs> middle of their set like i think that's probably more embarrassing than anything yeah. like you didn't have your power cord plugged in or yeah. your, you know <laughs> it wasn't fully charged but um no real crazy stories on djs like acting insane um I know that there's been like cake throwing and oh, things like that. Yeah, um, yes, that yeah, that does happen. And um, I want to yeah. I want to hear more stories um, about like what you've encountered, um, or maybe maybe what's the craziest thing you've seen a fan do? Um, I know that's probably that's probably a wider a wider selection of things. <laughs> if you want to share, artists, maybe. <laughs> yeah. so their the fans are. Oh my gosh, we are all we're all fans first of all, but we're also we're just people and we're so diverse and different. And then when you get us all together at a festival and everyone's already over the top, it just, it just gets even crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say some of the crazy things just has to do with what people wear and how they express themselves mm-hmm. because. You're not at home. You've probably traveled out of town. So who cares what you dress like? You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear whatever. If I want to wear one of those, I'm not going to wear it. But if I want to wear a uh, one of those little one-piece bikini things that Borat wears, <laughs> I have seen it like, oh, multiple I, times. I bet you could pull it off, though, if you wanted to. <laughs> I, you won't see me in it. But <laughs> This, is, this yeah. is an inclusive this is an inclusive community. You do you, boo. So that's... Right on. Yeah. <laughs> and you've seen guys wearing these? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Only... The, the majority of guys where like <laughs> that's what they're going to wear. I've never What's seen that? like the a, a female in the Borat get up, but I've seen <laughs> several guys in it, and yeah, I might even have pictures of guys that have decided to wear because. I always take pictures. I'm a people person, so yeah. I'm like, hey, let's take a picture together. Yeah. And people are like, let's do it. Yeah. And if they're wearing something crazy, we're getting a picture together. So I feel like that know. would like wrestle the old grundle, if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Russell, Russell the old Grundle. Anyways, Russell I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that term before. It's pretty amazing. No, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tra- I don't, you know, I, that's that's the kind of language I think of when I think of the unikini for Okay. Is that the actual term for it? Is it I don't know. I think that's right. It's yeah. a monokini or a yeah. unikini. I like it now. It has I'm going to be bright green. Bright, bright, bright yes. green. Yeah. They're all bright green. Every one of them. Do you think that's more of just trying to be outrageous? Or is that actually like paying homage to Borat? Because I don't know. It's more just to be fun. Plus, you're yeah. cool. Yeah. You're not wearing anything, and it's hot and dancing, you know, and but it's just cool. People wear costumes. Your cheeks, like the old cheeks suits. can breathe. Yes. Flapping around. Hats, <laughs> crazy masks. Plays a big part into uh, festivals, mm-hmm. especially with the totems and mm-hmm. the signs that are at the festivals. Um, if there's anything going on with politics, you might see some presidents on some signs. Um <laughs> Anything, any meme that's like hot, you're you're gonna see a sign with that meme on it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and like people get creative. I think that is one of my favorite things to see at a festival are the totems, yeah. which are the big poles that have just a sign, a meme, and one of the reasons people make totems is because these festivals have so many people. If you go to the bathroom or something, and you come back, you're not going to find your friends. Mm-hmm. But if you have this big sign of Borat and a unikini on it. <laughs> you can't miss you it. can't miss no. it. That's yeah. smart. So did you see the giant taco totem at EDC last year? I did not. That sounds dope, though. Oh, my goodness. Make he had oh. taken a sign, I guess, that is from, like, a taco stand, and it just says, like, you know, going downward, like, spelling taco. And you just see him dancing around holding a taco sign, like the, <laughs> you know, like, that have, like they have them in mm-hmm. front of businesses, you know, like the kind of the flag thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it for you listeners. Like the fabric, like the fabric kind that looks like a flag? Yeah, like a narrow, long yeah. flag, and it just said tacos. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe he just, like, did, like, a drive-by logo sign stealing on his way to Maybe. I thought it was brilliant. I'm sure he yeah. took it back afterwards, but I bet that was effective. <laughs> and I bet he got asked for some tacos. I heard a couple of rumors that apparently he had taken it from, like, a taco place at EDC, but also I've heard that he actually just came in and brought it and was exchanging tacos taco candy with everyone so that I was like awesome. that's amazing taco and I kind of sad that I didn't think of it first but that's that was probably one of my favorite totems of yeah. last year so totems and the flags they're like mm-hmm. you know a staple of the festival life uh, you gotta have your festival flag you gotta have your totem if you're in a big group um, I mean it's just fun it's just it's so much going on so much to see mm-hmm. uh, Got your unikini people, <laughs> um, flags, totems. Then you have the lights and lasers, and then it'd be thirty thousand to a hundred thousand people, depending on which festival it is. Mm-hmm. It's just um, it's sensory overload. I think that's what I like about it. I got ADHD anyway. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I don't focus on one thing. I'm just like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. So, let's say EDC for example, with all the um, lights and fireworks and everything it's just like I'm in heaven it's like everywhere you turn there's something flashing and exploding and there's bass and people so I'm in heaven I'm around everything I like people music and mm-hmm. fireworks yeah. you can feel it you can see it you can it's, it's yes. obviously you, you can, can hear with it. it they have interactive art and stuff like yes. that in some what? places you that can feel so it cool. see it touch it like anything it's a bop it <laughs> 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 a bop it that you share with a hundred thousand yeah. other people. Exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love that description. That's so good. That so can I ask you another question? Yeah, yeah. What is the craziest thing you've ever seen on a DJ's head? Mm, on their head? On their uh, head. We, she's we obsessed talk, with marshmallow. We, Calls it the bucket. Okay, okay. She has a bucket on a bucket. Head. <laughs> but we came up with a really good one, and, and this is from our episode a couple days ago. We were talking about DJ Goldfish and how somebody needs to have, like, a goldfish bowl on their head that has, like, a LED, you know, like, fish that goes, that around, goes around and has <laughs> bubbles coming out the top. I just want to, I'm going to, I'm going to offer that bit of branding to you for free. And I want to see somebody, 
on your team. Idea you like goldfish. DJ Goldfish. <laughs> this is a thing that I really want to see happen. And and I'm, I think I think that it would be it would take off. Mm-hmm. I that's think a thing. it would. It, like it DJs would, yeah. with crazy things on their head. So have you seen somebody else wearing a crazy thing on their head? Well, of course the first person that comes to mind is Dead Mouse. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he's got yeah. so many different uh, collected mouse heads. Um, then I think Rez with her <gasps> goggles, which are dope. Um, yeah. So I, like right now, I think her her style and look is popping. Like her yeah. music is great, but yeah. her image is dope as well. Um, let's see, crazy things on people's heads. I feel like that should be that should be a staple for like if you're gonna be a DJ in the uh, in the EDM like community, you have to have your head thing. Well, for a while, Marshmallow oh, really? was mm-hmm. uh, basically Hannah Montanaing it, and oh. no one knew who he was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but okay. now. I guess he released who he was, even though everybody kind of already knew. Uh-huh. But I mean, I don't remember who it is. Like dot com or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something. I don't know. That's just what I want to see happen. Um, the being goldfish, a little bit DJ of a, Goldfish. DJ Goldfish, <laughs> and I just want to see this this you know fish kind of like going around in a bowl and some bubbles. So if you want to see this, do they actually have to be good? Because I can put a goldfish bowl on my head, but I'm not. I don't know how to make music. Or do you want someone? It's got to be legit. Be oh, okay. Like, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mix some like bubbles into the the some, track and some bleep blops. Yeah, <laughs> some bleep blops. And you oh, know. I think bleep blop is an actual artist. Never mind, I can't say bleep blop. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it, it is yeah. actual artist. Yeah, bleep blop. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you want some of that marketing gold, that is that, yours. That is gold. That is like my that. gift to you. I, I said I was gonna like claim intellectual property on anybody else who yeah, tries yeah. it, but I'm offering it to you free of charge. Wait, I like how passionate you are about. It sounds like this is a serious thing that you have thought about. She's thought about it for like three years. I, I, yeah, I have. I have big dreams. I there have big go. dreams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what's your next show that you're going to? Actually, next show that I'm going to it'll probably be Drum Jam at the Green Elephant. So oh, that's okay. every. So like the Drum Jam is the dopest event in Dallas that no one knows about in the mainstream it is straight up about a drum circle it's house music uh inside and outside they have this amazing drum circle and there's vendor all these arts and craft vendors at Mm -hmm. the green elephant so it's like a it's a living breathing community every wednesday and their crowd is insane like their wednesday night crowd can compete with any clubs friday or saturday night crowd and most people don't know this because it's the underground and it's so dope so um i will always so that's what i well that's what made me fall in love um (laughs) with the green elephant now it's nostalgia for me because i've been going there since 2001 but um, now it's all about drum jam and the experience they're creating. Like, yeah. for example, all of their vendors, like they make their uh, products that they sell, whether it's, um, you know, tie dyeing uh, T-shirts or selling uh, jewelry or like little handcrafted like stone. Like they'll take all these stones and make earrings and like wrap wire around them. all the cool little arts yeah. and crafts things that you could think of is happening at Drum Jam and it's just really cool. I like it and yeah, just get to see a lot of people and share ideas. Yeah. So yeah. for for a DFW um, uh, music enthusiast, what does it run to get into uh, the drum jam? Five bucks. <gasps> That's it. That's awesome. We Only like twenty one or eighteen. We yeah. like we like mm-hmm. music on a budget. There you go. I'm telling you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and it's a is it like generally pretty welcoming for like new people who haven't been before? Definitely, okay. it is very welcoming. That's um, what I always get nervous about going to new things. I would say go after 10 it open mm-hmm. alright so here's the thing if you're going to get your drink on go early because they do like $3 you call it like up until like 8 or 9 something mm-hmm. they, they are happy hours done. Mm-hmm. so Dead if you go prices. early you can kind of chill but the drum jam gets packed around 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and it's literally like you're bumping elbows with people mm-hmm. uh, school's back in now so now you have the SMU crowd coming again mm-hmm. before like before this month it was mainly just the Dallas people mm-hmm. that are here but now the school's back it's even more people and mm-hmm. it can get packed in there um, like they're at capacity because they're they're rocking and rolling they have figured it out on a Wednesday so, yeah. yeah and that's every Wednesday every Wednesday you every go party Wednesday. for five bucks at the drum jam that sounds like something even I can afford. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. 
fantastic. That's I fantastic. Well, thanks for coming. I like too. Hey, I'm buying on budget over yeah. here. <laughs> I like your I like your insider's guide to DFW music going because yeah, I mean Denton has its own flavor of of you know like musicians and things like that. But I haven't really gotten to explore the DFW scene, so this seems like something that I could go to and really enjoy myself at. So yeah, thanks for letting me know about that. Definitely yeah. not your typical club experience. It's not like you're going to a nightclub to dress up. You can mm-hmm. go in shorts and a t-shirt. Everything that we're wearing right now is acceptable to go into the drum jam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's acceptable. You're over there doing a professional <laughs> thing. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. I, have, I have one more question for you. Um, this, this is the last one for me, anyways. Um, you... you have a lot of like community building ethos about like you know your your group um, with EDM DFW. How would you want people that are listening to this show to get involved in the community and and become a part of building that community even larger and supporting one another? What would you say would be step one? Step one would would really just to be to make the decision to participate. Yeah. Say something post something online mm-hmm. you just have to take action mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that um, I'm always working to do is trying to figure out how to get people engaged how mm-hmm. do but even on our group page how do we get people to talk um, sometimes like I even had to get to the point where I had to create another group uh, that was strictly for promotion because everyone wanted to put their you know I got this event going on I'm dropping this new song mm-hmm. and what it did was it's, it basically spammed the group and it didn't allow conversation mm-hmm. for right. people to talk so a lot of times I'll post things that don't have anything to do with EDM. Mm-hmm. I'll post things that are just social issues or something that's controversial to get people to talk. And the crazy thing is, is like people won't even say anything about the new EDM post that I put. But as soon as I put that crazy thing in there, like, hey, hey, what's this? Why are we talking about this? What's going on? You know, this isn't EDM, but you're talking. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. and it's it's becoming more and more important in terms of the communities that we interact with on a, a regular basis to really unify right now. Definitely. Um, and I think music is one of those wonderfully beautiful things that can really unify anybody from from any group ever. We all like music, right? Maybe not the same music, but we all find, you know, our sense of um, community in this in this in this mm-hmm. group of, of music lovers. So I think that that's really neat, especially right now um, with a lot of the the trouble that people are facing right now. Like this is more necessary than ever mm-hmm. in my yeah, opinion. Definitely. So I'm really I'm really yeah, glad to see that. Especially one thing that uh, you see it a lot way too often, especially in, in you know, rock, you like specific subgenres, electronic music as well. People like a more popular version of something and people are like, oh, no, I'm more into the underground. And they'll just bash each other, you know, your mm-hmm. subgenre sucks, yours sucks. Yes. It's like, oh come on, gosh. we're all fans of the same vibe. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, there are certain genres that do uh, their fans tend to think that their genre is the best and every other genre sucks. Uh, But I'm like, why limit yourself to one genre of music? And Mm -hmm. I think that has helped me meet so many people is that I don't limit myself to one genre. You might see me at a drum and bass show. You mm-hmm. might see me at a trance event, you know, and go out to California to go to Dream State or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, techno is king, man. And I, I love techno and there's not enough of it in Dallas mm-hmm. for my liking. So that's why Miami is like heaven for me because mm-hmm. there's a lot of techno in Miami. Mm-hmm. But that's so cool. Getting involved with those different because they're all they're like smaller, they're subgenres, so there's smaller communities within this larger community. And I just try to identify with all of them because we're all people. And even if you like say you're a trance guy, but if you go to like a house show or even a techno or a trap show, you might hear something or see some technique that a DJ is doing and you can add that to your skill set. Mm-hmm. So I'm just of the mindset, don't limit yourself. Don't put yourself in the little box. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Why, why stop with one delicious kind of food whenever there are so many varieties of delicious food out there? Exactly. Festivals. I mean, I like music yeah. and food. Right. So. Yeah. You're already there. Go check out names you've never even seen before. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what was like. I'm still really new to like the EDM community and stuff like that, too. So whenever I went to EDC, it was 
I was in a buffet. If we're going to go to food, I made sure to check out every stage, listen to everyone I possibly could. And like, I kind of bounced around. I didn't ever stay through an entire set. Um, I kind of just bounced around and listened to like sampled here and there, everything. And I was in heaven. Everything was just so beautiful and it was so good. Everybody has such good music and it was just so much fun. You listened to it. You saw it. You felt it. You tasted it. I bopped it. it. You bopped it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Do we have a game for Trill? Oh, yeah. We do have a game. I guess it is game time. I want to play a game. I'm totally ready for this one. I'm pepped up. I'm ready to go. Try to get the spoilers for the answers, but she It didn't work. He tried to get me at my happiest moment while I was eating Chick-fil-A. What? And uh, (laughs) try to get all the answers out of me. Were you, like, mid-nug? Like... (laughs) Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I couldn't really think of a good name for this game, so I'm just going to call it Plenderful Jobs. So, basically, we're going to... I'm going to give you a name of an artist, and you... If they were not a producer, what would they do? So, you take their name, and you have to kind of make what job they would do that's not... Like, obviously, producing music or DJing or, you know. Okay, sorry. Do you you guys understand? I think so. So, like, let me give you an example. So, if we had Dead Mouse, he would probably be an exterminating company. (laughs) (laughs) So, does that kind of put it in (laughs) more perspective for y'all? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, I I try to pick pretty decent, like, big-name people, so that way it's a little bit easier um, to try to come up with names um we'll go with the first one uh avici it's kind of hard i'm sorry hmm, sounds like a lemony energy drink <laughs> <laughs> a lemony energy drink is so you would think that he yellow would... can or something yeah avici it's a kick in the glass that's okay. citrusy i i my guess is um an alphabetization company okay like if you don't know how to alphabetize things they will do it for you <laughs> you can hire you them you can't alphabetize go to Avicii yeah they can help you alphabetize the things that you're trying to file away or something yeah like a like a like a librarian but not with Dewey Decibel system okay alright alright so what is a what do you think his job would be it's like to me that sounds like some type of financial company some credit card that's scamming you out your money <laughs> L-L-C. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. For some reason, whenever I heard the name, all I kept thinking was kimchi. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of sounds like ceviche. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So ceviche. I just kept thinking like, mm. I just think it's, off. It's, it's, it's oddly spelled, which is why I'm like, what's with all the letters? No. <laughs> and so that's, but that's, that's, then again, that's my background. I'm yeah. like, what, what is this? <laughs> I thought it was, I thought that one would be one of my most tricky ones. That's um, a good one. Yeah. And then, um, so next, on the lineup, we have Seven Lions. What would Seven Lions do? I'll tell you mine later. Unless you want me to say it first if you guys are stuck. Go for it. Okay, so for Seven Lions, I kind of thought of a law firm. So we're like, (laughs) Seven Lions, we're gonna make sure you don't get sued. I don't know. (laughs) They sound official. Like, Like they would have lions. Yeah, like, they would have, like, little lions back-to-back and kind of, like, the roaring pose. Uh You know? I don't know. Um, I think it would be very much like Mabel Peabody's here here in Denton. Uh, are you familiar with I'm Mabel not, Peabody's? Uh, hit me to something okay. new, yes. So Mabel Peabody's is a club here in Denton, but the full title of the place is Mabel Peabody's Chainsaw Repair and Beauty Parlor. Wow, okay. But it's actually a club. <laughs> it's actually a club. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that Seven Lions is actually a double business Okay. Oh. Uh, double business. First off, they are a um, uh, animal trainers <laughs> and safari goers insurance salespeople. Okay. All right. Safari goers insurance sales. So that's that's a pretty extreme. So if you get attacked, like you can rent out, like you know, like, rent out lions, like a trainer Uh-oh. who has lions. Yeah. And and you can also buy insurance if <laughs> if something you if something goes down. Um, so there you go, Seven Lions um, Animal Trainers and Safari Goers Insurance. Nice, it's one could also be a club. Could also, also be a club. Be a club. Yeah. All right, Danny, y'all have any ideas of what Seven Lions would be? I'm thinking like some fancy corporate name. Like I don't know, I watched the uh, Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Wolf of Wall Street recently. Yeah. Kind of like the kind of corporate name, like. Uh, Oakmont or something. Uh-huh. Business card, super fancy lion logo. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. I see that. Seven Lions is a businessman. I guess. <laughs> and do you have any idea? I'm gonna say a Vegas like entertainer Ooh. or show. I'm, yeah. I just yeah. heard the name and I'm thinking Penn and Teller and some lions on stage and. They're the next act, the Seven Lions or something. Mm, yeah. The traveling Seven Lions. The traveling Seven Lions. <laughs> I think that would be fun to go see too. <laughs> I do like the Seven Lions. Like, do they talk or do they have someone mm-hmm. who like does things? But wait, <laughs> but I can just see like somebody on a stage going, "But wait, but you look- think Six Lions is cool? <laughs> Poof, a Seventh Lion." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next one, um, above and beyond. Who, what would they do? Well, I knew them before I came to the States. Uh, oh, yeah. So when I came to the States first, I saw Bed Bath & Beyond. So immediately <laughs> I was like, above and beyond, Bed Bath & Beyond. There you go. They could be like their spokesperson or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, maybe they like own Above and Beyond? Where they're just like they're a sub. better than Bed Bath and Beyond. They go above, above and Beyond. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Buzz Lightyear was the president of Above and Beyond. <laughs> of yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's his slogan. We'll always go above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm thinking Above and Beyond is the new line of tampons from one of these companies <laughs> and they're going above and beyond. Yeah. I can just see the commercial yeah. above and beyond. Okay, so it's yeah. spelled out beautifully. Yeah. If yeah. they go above and beyond the call of duty, I would buy them. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. For some reason, I kept thinking of marketing mm-hmm. and like them using the slogan of we're always going to go above and beyond. Like, mm-hmm. Be one of those cheesy marketing people who are always going to use their names in the you know, their slogan and stuff. Okay, I've got one for you. All right. Above and beyond magical cape and enchanted carpet sales. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Does I that like sound it. fair? I like it. Okay. Yeah, so do they sell their stuff at like Harry Potter World and stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They're just like, they're working on prototypes right now. Oh, okay. Um, but they're, they're, they will sell those hoverboards. Gotcha. Um, they will oh, with sell carpets those hoverboards. on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can find uh, a prototype on Facebook. Yeah. Above and beyond magical cape and enchanted carpet sales. I that's, like it. That's the best you I've got. You a lot of thought. Well, you have the story that goes, you have the backstory. That goes with the I'm title. really good at the BS. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, it could be Elon Musk's airline company. When he goes to Mars, you'll be like, hey, let's go on above and beyond. Oh. Not just going. All right, Elon Musk, if you're listening, you have to pay us $5 and then you can use it. But not above and beyond the real. But not yeah, yeah, not above and beyond the real. Exactly five dollars. Exactly five dollars. Okay. So um, the last one I have um, for you guys is Datsik. Deodorant. <laughs> Datsik deodorant. <laughs> Sounds like that. I, I kept thinking it'd sound like a Nyquil. Nyquil. <laughs> Datsik. So if you're Datsik, take some Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> Or like a 15-year-old's promotion company. Oh. Be like, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like- sick. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What was the I thing like for that. a little while? My little sister's boyfriend was into this thing. It's like, um, oh, it was a stupid saying. I forget what it was. I don't even remember what it was. Well, whenever you're drawing good. a blank, it's like... <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Okay. My blonde hairs. No, I don't know why I thought deodorant. It's like something stick. Speed stick Uh, or something. Okay. 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 That's why. Do y'all have any other input of what dot sick would be? I think it's a new illness that's about to come out. <laughs> like there's Ebola and all the, you know, West Nile flu. That sick is that, coming. Oh, I heard You'll it's really that awful. Sick, yes. Yeah, they haven't even found a cure for it yet. You just mm-hmm. headbang to death. Yep, you just turn up and can't stop. <laughs> that's sick. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was thinking um, about like maybe not so much sick, but stick. Like. Okay. When you walk over a piece of gum and it gets on your shoe and it and and that's sick, you get goo gone. Oh, my God. I love these stories. I like definitely (laughs) bring this game up again so I can hear. These stories are dope. I like these. (laughs) 
I have two more. Wait, this is a story episode, it seems like. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have for um, the game portion of that the podcast. Like you did? Yeah. Oh, good. It's very good. We'll have to, we'll have to bring it back sometime. Um, as for right now, I am going to give you what I like to call the festival forecast. Ooh. So, um, What's as... What's the forecast, Mother Nelly? A little bit of, a little bit of bass, you know, um. some... Uh, some dancing. I don't know. A chance of, a chance of <laughs> you know, lights and glitter. A chance of brightness and color and, and shuffling and flow. A chance of flow. Yeah. I like that. What is what are the chances of me seeing uh, someone in a unikini at a festival? You like have lights to go all night. You need to go. Find out. Okay. Yeah. I'll be at lights all night and I will keep my eyes peeled. It yeah. might be too cold at lights all night because it gets chilly yeah, around me. It does. Okay. Something wicked, you might see it. It's still kind of warm in October, or in I would say definitely maybe Euphoria in Austin. That's a dope one. It's a camping festival, so that one might be. Uh, I definitely want to make it on my to go or checklist this next year to go to a camping festival. I'm thinking maybe Electric Forest if they don't bring Meadowlands back. It will. Cha- did you do Meadowlands this year? I did no? not. The camping festival will change your life. Yeah, because it's, for the better. Yes, okay. <laughs> because once the party ends at one o'clock or two o'clock. It continues at the campsite. Mm-hmm. It gets to the point where you're like, I, I can't do it anymore. Like, you, you hate to be that person. <laughs> you're like, please, yeah, could you just, just go turn it down just a little bit? It's 5 a.m. and I'm going to take a shower in two hours or something, but I do need two hours of sleep. So, please. <laughs> two yeah. hours, wow. Yeah. Power nap. That is nice of me. At Lights All Night, we had a mini party in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, on the way up, this That's guy awesome. had a, like a little <laughs> Bluetooth speaker that he was carrying with him, and he was holding it on his shoulder like boom it was a giant boombox too. And it was like a tiny like pill, so he's just carrying it like this, looking really serious. He's got his mask on and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, we just start kind of like head bobbing at each other, and then more people awesome. get in, and then we all kind of start head bobbing at each other, and then more people come in, and we just start dancing. And I thought the elevator was gonna break for a second. I was a little scared, but it was so much fun. And then we never said a word to each other. We kind of just nodded and then left. Where, <laughs> where you were, yeah, where you were in that <laughs> moment doesn't need words. No, it doesn't need words. It was so awesome. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> anyways, going on with the uh, festival forecast, uh, upcoming shows we have um, Life in Color on September 30th at 8pm at um, Panther Island Pavilion um, we have I don't know how to say it. is it Blah? Is it which one? Blah blah. Three L U. Oh, Blau. Blau. Yeah. I am terrible at that. I'm sorry. Is it um, German? Blau. Like a lot of people say, I need to say this definitely. People are saying three Lao. It is mm, Lao, yeah, like a B. So it's just like it's not Dead Mouth Five, it's Dead Mouse, <laughs> and my dude's name is Blau. Yeah. Like with a B. I knew it wasn't three Lao, and I saw online to not ever say that. I haven't seen him before yeah. or really listened much. Um, so I knew that was definitely not the right way to say it. So I wanted to confirm. That almost sounds like a beat, anyways. Yeah. Blau, Blau, Blau. Like, I, yeah. get, I get it. I, I'm with it. All right. <laughs> um, also, at Life and Color, we have Elefante. I'm sure that's yeah. pretty much um, how you say it. Bonnie and Clyde, as I've expressed before, I've seen him twice, love him. Um, and Quicks as well. Um, also, if you throw in promo code FESTICAST, I'll save you a little bit of money on that as well. Um, also, on September 30th at House of Blues, we have Alice in Wonderland at 7 p.m. Um, you'll we'll actually cast, you'll actually catch us at uh, Alice in Wonderland. I actually bought the tickets before I found out about Life in Color. So, sorry. <laughs> uh, come catch us at Alice in Wonderland. Also, um, October 14th, Insomniac's hosting Boo at 6 p.m. at Southside Ballroom. We have Big Wild, Joyride, Kezo, Lewis the Child, Prismo, and Said the Sky. You'll also find your Festicast team there as well. Um, October 26th, we have Zed at the Bomb Factory at 7 p.m. And uh, over in Houston, we have Something Wicked on October 28th and 29th at uh, Sam Houston Race Park. Um, we have Above and Beyond there, Marshmallows, as Dead, Rez. Extremely recommend seeing Rez. She'll take you to another planet. Um, <laughs> 
R.O. Grime, and Nightmare, and I can't even tell you the list because we'll be here for another hour. Um, because then I'll try to <laughs> tell you a little bit more about other people and how much I love them. Though. So take your um, comfy shoes. Yeah, and Jeremy also, um, November 4th, um, you can also catch Res um, in OKC at the Farmer's Market Event Center with special guest Bleep Blop that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And you'll also catch your FestiCast um, cast there as well. So come see us, give us hugs, um, trade candy, you know, trade stories. We love stories. Also stickers. Sticker. Oh, yeah, we'll have some stickers for you, too. Um, and it'll be great. Um, I'd really like to give a huge shout-out to Denton County Sticker Company. Denton County Sticker Company for being our sponsors and hooking us up with some tickets. Or stickers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can also hook us up with some tickets. Yeah, I mean, we won't complain. We really only wanted the stickers, but we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, and um, also... Uh, Trill, where would we catch all of your info at? Oh, okay, so we got like every social media uh, channel you can think of. You can find us with EDM DFW. Uh, you can find my personal uh, accounts. Everything is Trill Raver, T R I L L and Raver. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Trill Talk Radio, and then there's our newest brand, which is. Um, uh, excuse me, uh, One City Music and Art Festival. Uh, you can find a lot of content with the hashtag Dallas One City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really all about us coming together and not being haters on each other and encouraging and building up the scene. There's no reason that Dallas cannot be like LA, Nashville, or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We can do it here. We have enough talented people. Everyone's doing their thing. But yeah, those are the... Yeah. I'll start going on something else. So yeah, those are the social media... Let me draw it back in. Yeah. Those are the social media uh, places where you can find us and edmdfw.com. Yeah, and on our uh, uh, Facebook and other social media, we'll definitely share out some flyers for um, your show coming up soon and you know, try to get as many people involved with it as we can. And honestly, it has been a true honor to have you on our show. You are well, pretty you much inspirational to listen to. And now I want to go out there and, you yeah. know, change the world and do some really cool stuff, too. Yes. So, Well, don't stop. You guys are kicking ass with this. And seriously, <laughs> this is needed because what you guys are doing is you're creating a voice. Yes. And most of the podcasts that are out in the electronic dance and music scenes are from DJs that are getting their music out. Mm-hmm. There's no one furthering the conversation so like mm-hmm. this is what I would love to see on my website so what you guys what y'all are doing is it's needed very much so awesome. don't stop keep doing it in fact if y'all yeah. want to mm-hmm. broadcast or record at our event you're more than welcome to come out to the green elephant and um <laughs> Broadcast. We'll have to yeah. take you up on that, and we're looking forward to working with you in the future. You're yeah. doing some awesome things, and we want to be a part of, of what you're, you're mm-hmm. what you're doing in in this community in the DFW area. So, uh, we're looking forward to working with you some more. Yeah, in any yeah. way that yeah. you need us to help out, do anything, in, we are more than welcome, or we are more than happy to uh, do whatever is needed too. Mm-hmm. So, well, this is awesome. Y'all yeah. are rocking. <laughs> All right, all the love, all of it, right here. Well, listeners, um, get involved. Get involved. Mm-hmm. Be responsible. Yeah. And and further the plur. Peace, love, unity, respect, and responsibility. We like it. I like it. Heck yeah. All right. Thank Uh, you all for listening.